was sitting here contemplating what to say before the episode began. And I was thinking, since I tweaked the format a little bit, that a lot of people prepare for whatever podcast they're doing, whatever TV news show. You get the general idea. But when you have an unscripted podcast, I I was thinking, what exactly am I doing? So it just came to me right before I began recording that actually I am preparing to be unprepared. Why? Because we are live and unscripted. Welcome to Strictly Stritch in Time. I'm Jeff Stritch. Thank you for joining me, for welcoming me into your computer, your device, your car, wherever you are around the planet Earth. We fly by the seat of our pants, and if we're not wearing pants, well, then we're flying by our dupa on the chair. If you'd like to keep that imagery in your head, well, you might want to think about somebody else sitting in this chair instead of my dupa, somebody a little hotter than I am. When I was sitting here thinking about what to talk about, and I do have a general idea, it's not completely unscripted, I do have a list of things that I want to talk about, but why put down notes if you're just going to go off on tangents? And by you, I mean me, but something occurred to me, and I'm going to pass it along to you because that's what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to talk to myself, and you're supposed to listen and roll your eyes and maybe say, what is he talking about? Well, I've been doing this podcast for 14, 15 months now. If that's not exact, we'll use those two months, be it 14 or 15. (laughs) And if you follow along and listen to this podcast, The episode titles have nothing to do with what the show is about. You got to work a little harder or you just got to say, look at, would you look at this episode title? This might be fun, but I don't talk about that. I would love to talk about some of the movie quotes, quotes from individuals, but I guess if I did them on another show, that would make more sense. But since... We've been doing this for 15 months, and again, I'm the only one in here, is that I'm recording this on what is my favorite movie holiday. Now, let me explain. If you go back to last November, I had an episode titled, Remember, Remember, the 5th of November. That is the only episode where I actually talk about what the episode is about. I think, I think that's what I do. Meaning I do make reference to the film V for Vendetta. That's what Remember, Remember the 5th of November is. Well, I was told not to give the date because you want to make this timeless, but I have no choice. This is exactly being recorded on November 5th, so I like to pay tribute to it right off the bat. (laughs) It is my favorite movie, and if you ever see me shirtless, and it's not as bad as you might think, but it's not good. Not the way I was 
oh, I don't know, 30, 35 years ago. At least when I thought I looked good. But a lot of people are surprised because I look like the boy next door or the boy next door from the boy next door. The person after that is an 80-year-old woman. So we, we're we not going to you know compare her to me. But a lot of people get the impression that, one, that I am in the military. And there is nothing wrong with that. Shout out to all the individuals who have given service or are giving service to provide freedom for our country. And because my hair is so short, people, are you in the military? No, I'm not. So... I kind of have that clean-cut look. And a lot of people would be surprised by this clean-cut look. It hides some things. You may think clean-cut. I mean, I'm not talking anything illegal. But don't be, don't judge, don't judge a big-nosed DJ by his short haircut. I will leave it at that. But because of my short hair, again, people think that I'm such a straight-laced individual. Every now and then, I don't like wearing muscle shirts, as I call them. I I don't like the other term. What is the other term? Oh, you know, the white shirts like Rocky War and the first Rocky what? Well, whatever the term it is, I'm not going to say it on the air because I don't like to use that description I just call them muscle shirts, but I don't wear those type of shirts. So every now and then, my T-shirts will slip up a little bit and people will say, what is that tattoo you have? What is that? And I'll say, well, which one? And they'll say, well, how many do you have? And I say, counting writing, meaning written words, 12, I think. 12. They're like, what? And I said, yeah, because there's two or three on each arm or I think two in my right arm. I guess I could look instead of, you know, saying, let me do research on that to see how many tattoos I have on my arm. But the big one that I have is I have the insignia from the movie V for Vendetta, one of the things that was on the poster. And what I'm hoping that Shaggy does is intersperse some quotes from the film during this episode, even when I'm not talking about the episode. That's how creative we're going to be. And I'm going to step it up a notch here. It's been a very stressful week for me. I'll get to that. Oh, down the line. Well, I had the big insignia of V for Vendetta. and A lot of people were like, hey, what is that? when they saw me without my shirt on. And it was very painful to get it. But let me tell you this. When I got it recolored, and I don't know if that's the correct term, when I got it recolored and I added V for Vendetta, V4 on the top and then Vendetta on the bottom, oh my gosh, the tattoo artist the tattoo torturer, it was like he had a crayon 
and he was just coloring in. But it's a needle, people. Holy balls. Have a needle being, like, colored in your skin. And I'm not, uh, you know, sports-wise, I can take a lot of pain. In real life, the jury is still out on that. And I try to be tough. I do. I'm tough in certain situations. Athletically, of course. In real life, I can hold my own. So the first time when I got it done, it, it, it was bad, but it wasn't that bad. Well, this second time, oh, my gosh. Be prepared if you ever get a tattoo recolored. So I have the large V for Vendetta tattoo on my back and V4 on the top and Vendetta on the bottom that was added. It is my favorite film. So I celebrate it once a year, as people do with most holidays. And I'll watch the film at some point later on. And the fact that I'm telling you that I'm watching it when this is unscripted means if I don't watch it exactly today, I will make mention of it. But the dystopian film that centers around Guy Fawkes, his attempt to blow up Parliament. Now, if you're wondering who Guy Fawkes is, you're probably thinking, who is that? Well, in the beginning of the movie, it is explained, well, the beginning of the movie, you get a glimpse of who he is, and also a little bit at the end, but more so um, at the beginning of the film. He attempted to blow up Parliament. It is known as the Gunpowder Plot. The 5th of November, 1605, and it lists the participants as I pulled it up on my phone. So whenever you see the mask that people wear when they're giving little speeches, I don't know, to hide their identity, that's the mask from V for Vendetta. It is Guy Fawkes. You just can't say it's the mask that the main character Warren V for Vendetta. It is the Guy Fox mask. The movie centers around that and what happens later on in what is present day. Okay, now the film was made in 2005. It takes place in 2027. People actually think it took place in 2020, but that is incorrect. So because of the action, but because of the writing and how well acted it is, it went to the top of my list of favorite films. Others, no particular order, Field of Dreams, The Hunt for Red October, and recently snuck in Jojo Rabbit. Highly recommend, well, I recommend all these if you've never seen them, and you can go on my Facebook page and say, dude, you suck with movies. And that's fine. People say, you know, I suck at a lot of things. So I've got the big tattoo in my back. Today is November 5th. Yes. So every little thing I have in my house or in my phone to remember, it says, remember, remember the 5th of November. Have you got a favorite movie? Do you go that far? I'm sure you do. I know an individual who has plenty of 
artifacts from a film, a great film, a very funny film. And that's great. There's no reason not to remember. Well, you're going to remember a favorite film. But the fact that it's Guy Fawkes Day, where I'm going with this is a year ago. Do you believe it's been a year? Right around a year since I have begun doing this podcast or began doing this podcast. It's been a blast. I plan on turning it up a notch. In the next coming weeks, I've been dealing with, as I said, a very stressful issue. So we will get back to the task at hand, making this podcast even better. Or if it sucks balls, well, then I'll try to make it unsuck balls, so to speak. Uh, But a year ago, the episode, I think I mentioned V for Vendetta. I probably am not saying the same thing as I did in that episode. But the title of that episode is slash was remember remember the 5th of november so the title of this episode will be a another quote from that film fair enough yeah i think so i give my um, favorite film (laughs) it's just due and again celebrated on this date we are celebrating more new marvel films eternals was released or is actually being released this weekend Boy, oh boy, so many, so many new things. You got a lot more characters, this Eternals, eight characters, different reviews, of course. People said it's unbelievable, then eh, the story's long. A lot of the Marvel films, because they're building and building to the epic part of the phase. See Avengers Infinity War followed by Avengers Endgame. So in every first run movie, now think Batman with Christian Bale, Batman Begins. There's got you got to tell the backstory. So that's why sometimes an original film might not be as good as the sequel because you're you're breaking down the main character, why he does what he does, how he became who he is. And that's what happens in a lot of the Marvel films. And then once the characters are cemented, you go from there. And yes, Eternals has spoilers that I read in the paper, which the spoiler alerts are not so much about the film, about the closing credits, which the Marvel films are known for. Now, this is the second film of the new phase. Black Widow counted in this phase because there are some new characters. Haven't seen it, but I'm not going to pass along any quote-unquote spoiler information. Will I see Eternals? Probably down the line. I have not seen a movie. Oh, boy. Probably a year and a half. Because, of course, of the nightmare. Nothing much has been out when you could go back to the theater. That's starting to change. I have to put this in here because uh, Shaggy and Buddy Addison and I were laughing that I have a mute button here. 
and I mute it, and then I come back and say, oh, I coughed. Well, I yawned at that point, and I, I don't think I put it down at the beginning of my yawn. I'm recording this um, on a Friday. I get up at 1 a.m., so by the end of the week, my voice goes a little bit, and it's not, I'm not going to fall asleep talking, believe me. But I'll try not to yawn again. <laughs> um, where was I? Off on a tangent, obviously. Black Widow and Eternals are part of the new phase. And the other one I was thinking was, the oh, the Spider-Man one. Yeah, that's the other one that I was thinking of. I, I can't even remember it now. I think it came out. Anyway, flying by the seat of my pants. <laughs> oh, boy. At any rate, I was thinking about stress. And I don't know anybody named stress, so I'm actually not thinking about an individual. I'm thinking about what we go through when we're stressed, how we change. And then how we change back when the situation is settled. I am not going in to go into what I have been going through with family, but it's very stressful. And I've realized over the years that I, when I get stressed, it's easily noticeable. People are like, what's wrong? And that's the, that's true of a lot of people, but some, they hide it well and they can just go on. I'm, I'm pretty much, you can see on my face that there's something going on. And then you could see that when that situation has been relieved. But stress is an interesting animal because when you're stressed, it, you're always fired up because you're so stressed about the situation. And then when it's done, you're so happy that it's done <laughs> that you're all fired up. Believe me, um, I did my radio show today. And again, I'm not going into why I had to leave, but Something had that was not supposed to happen actually was happened and I had to go somewhere. <laughs> I was completely, completely beside myself with stress and I had to go out to wh where I needed to go. When I came back, I, I like to unwind. In as much as I like, like music, sometimes I just, I'm driving and the music isn't even on. Sometimes it's on in the background and I don't know or care what's playing, which is not usually the case. But when I was thinking about stress, is that you got to be able to relieve it, no matter how you do. And I'm not going to go down all the avenues that you can eliminate stress. With something that happened earlier, well, there's been a lot of crap going on. But... I think I came back to my house and I said, I got to go work out. And once I got done working out, it was amazing. I thought, wow, the workout was great, even though I'm extremely tired. But I got the weight of the world, at least at this moment, lifted off my shoulders. And I'm sure you feel the same way. 
So you got to do something to relieve yourself of that stress. Try not to let it get to you in the first place. But hey, this is life. Things are going to happen with yourself, with family, with things related to jobs. But it is only life. You got to laugh. You got to fart. I prefer you just laugh if we're in an elevator with each other. Don't fart because that, you know, that stink doesn't go anywhere. If we're going up to the 80th floor, that's going to be a problem. But stress is you just, you got to do what you got to do. You got to avoid it. And then when you're, you're like, oh my gosh. And the reason why I was thinking about this was um, we had another gentleman, uh, B.A. Bartell, who will be on the air on a regular basis. He filled in for me. And when I came back, he had asked me, oh, how it went. And when you're all stressed out and people don't know what you were originally stressed out about, what the problem is, I always try to go into it and then I'm off, you know, you know how I sound when I'm off on a tangent. I got to pull myself, pull myself back, back to where I was. So when somebody asks you how everything went, there's not a whole lot you can say. You just say, yeah, it's fine. Because then you have to explain everything that happened to them before. And unless you explained it to them before you left to get this taken care of, it doesn't mean anything. So that's why I was like, okay, I'm going to talk about this, this. But really, I just relieved stress. And I did nothing other than driving my car back to the studio to record this podcast for today. Yay! What a trooper I am. Maybe, you know, there'll be, yes. Yay! There'll be probably some explosions in here, fireworks sounds that Shaggy would put in because he's very good at that. Listen, they're still going. Here comes the big one, Ray. Here comes the big boom. Oh, hear it? Not, I'm not really big on fireworks. Never have been. I I don't understand the point. Ooh, ah, ooh. I could watch an adult film and have the same response. It just I know it's a camaraderie thing. You sit outside, it's summer. It's summer here. We're celebrating the independence of our country. Normally, it's hot. And you go out and you don't cuddle up with somebody because you, you stick to them. You're too sweaty. And you watch. And if you don't have to go to a park, you can just watch from your house, sit on your roof if you're ballsy. But I just don't get it. And I've mentioned this before in a podcast and also on my radio show. There are things that I do that annoy you. Mainly talk. Mainly be a DJ for a radio show. And I'm going to throw that right out. But that's fireworks and parades are added to my list of now in no particular order. And don't be offended because it's me. We probably don't have a lot in common. Your nose is not as big as mine. And your penis certainly is not as big as mine. Hunting, fishing. Not a big outdoorsman. Just wasn't my dad was never 
into it. Thus, my brother and I and my sisters, we weren't campers or didn't do anything like that. Hunting, I like Bambi. I like animals. I just can't see that doing that hunting for sport. Just me. Now, I like to throw in some other things that I, that I don't understand. And as a DJ, um, you might be appalled by this because if you pay attention to my show, you're probably like, ooh, I remember what he said. I'm sorry. I just, I don't understand the Grateful Dead. I, 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 I don't get it. You follow a band ra- around. And again, I apologize. Shaggy, I apologize if you are a Grateful Dead fan. But to follow a band around for months on end, yes, that is, yeah, party on, dude, party on, pass me the cannabis, the devil's lettuce. Oh, and there's nothing wrong with that either. Not that I partake. And whatever things you do at a concert, or specifically a Grateful Dead concert, all good. And I say that, and I was just thinking, well, I, I'm a season ticket holder was one year for the Orioles, a 13-game package. Turned out to be two games a month. I might do that again, simply because I can get seats anywhere because they're so bad. <laughs> but I digress, and I was trying to think of there's food that I eat, and I'll sit there and eat it or be somewhere at a restaurant, and I'll be like, I don't get that. I don't I don't understand. There are other things <laughs> that I don't understand, but for some odd reason, those ones pop into my head. So parades and fireworks, I, no. I, I, I just don't get it. <laughs> I really, really don't. A lot of explosions in the air. And the funny thing is then, after, you know, people... Who says you have to explode, have to blow off fireworks on the 4th of July? Your neighbors complain when somebody does that, when it's not on the 4th of July. But when everybody does it on one, one day, no one complains? Think about that for a minute. Hey, let's blow off. What are we going to do tonight? Hey, let's blow off some fireworks. Let's piss off our neighbors. And so many stupid, tragic things have happened. But think about it. Nobody says you can't blow off fireworks on a day other than the 4th of July. Now, something else is on the tip of my tongue. Recently, just about six days ago, the 2021 class of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, the inductees, now the main six performers, And there's only six, but I wrote them down every day for the past six months to reference them during my radio show. Hold on, yawn. Okay. I've referenced them during my radio show because, yes, it is a music program, and I try to entertain. So this is going to be in no particular order than what I originally wrote it. As, hold on, let me see here. Todd Rundgren, Carol King, Jay Z, Tina Turner, The Go Go's. Is that five? 
Oh, the Foo Fighters. That's six, yeah. Um, that was the performers class. There were others who are going into the hall. Billy Preston was one and some other individuals. And you could do research on your own. Now, Todd Rundgren has made it known for years, his disdain for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. This is before he was nominated and then before he was chosen to go into the Rock Hall. Just, you know, I don't want to do it the way they do it. I have no interest in it. And his album, Something Anything, which is genius, Hello, It's Me, is the one song featured on there. But some artists are just like, I I like to experiment. I'm going to keep doing this. I, I don't want the commercial sound over and over again. Rundgren, a writer of songs, a producer, has done a number of things, not just for his musical ability, but he said, no, I'm not coming to the ceremony. Said that long ago before he was inducted, made it clear that he wasn't going to come in, and he didn't, which brings me to this. There have been a lot of people who have voiced their criticism towards the rock and roll Hall of Fame, which is basically a music Hall of Fame now. I'm not going to pick on any genre. It's just not completely the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And you can say pop. Country has its own fame. You can say rap, jazz. There are a lot of different forms of music that are applauded. They're given their accolades. But people bitch about it. The process and how it's there, it's very diverse. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Six years ago, and if you haven't, well, heard of this or don't remember it, check out Steve Miller, his induction speech. <laughs> he bitched about it, the cost of the tickets, how many they were he was given for his fellow attendees, his family, but that wasn't the worst of it. He griped about the committee who chose the bands. He griped about the time that he was given on stage for his speech. He griped about everything. And I thought of this on my radio show today. You're being inducted into a Hall of Fame. Okay. And you're, we're, we're using musicians. It could be anybody, but musicians, free speech, First Amendment. You know, that's a badge of honor for DJs, too. So do you make a statement when you go? And I don't mean, well, do you make a statement by going and then voicing your criticism? as Steve Miller did. That's the comparison I will make. Or do you not go? What is better, or if you choose, what is worse? Do you get up and say what's really on your mind because you have the ability to do that, or do you just not go? And then people end up asking you questions anyway. Why are you going? And you're given the responses that you probably would have given during your induction speech. I personally... You don't know the situation. If there was some past argument or some kind of disdain or an event that happened for you to have differences with an individual or individuals, well, you might think twice. But 
not going or going and complaining and bitching, what, what would you do? Yes, the obvious thing is to go to celebrate the award that you are receiving because it's a Hall of Fame. I'm not going in the DJ Hall of Fame. Mm-mm. Shaggy already. He's got a plaque on that wall ready to go. I don't know if it's five years after he retired <laughs> to be inducted. I know that's baseball. The Rock Hall's 25 years. But think about that for a minute. Discuss it. You don't have to discuss it now. I'm not going to wait for you and give you, I guess, and give you a whole lot of space to think about it. No. It'll give you something to discuss other than how big my nose really is or my organ. <laughs> I think that's the third time I've referenced that. <laughs> we got we to gotta get off of the nose and member references. So... I would, again, if the situation were just normal, I would go. I consider it an honor. And, well, that said, I'm somewhat, as I said recently, I got off Facebook. Um, Not that anybody, when I was on, nobody knew that I was on anyway. Nobody cared. (laughs) And people don't even know that I'm not on there. So So it doesn't really matter. But I guess what what just came to me and things do come to me on the spot. They're not really that intelligent, but something I was thinking about was I, you know, you sound, you know, selfish and stuck up, but I've never gone to any of my high school reunions that I have no interest in going. If my life was going well or wasn't going well. I just don't, a lot of the people I never talked to when I was in high school, graduating class of 283, I'm supposed to go to reunion and get caught up. Hey, we never talked to each other. Yeah, four years of high school, we said hi once, but I'm going to spend 20 minutes catching up with you right now. Come on, really? You go there to see the main people, but because of Facebook, because of cell phones, (laughs) FaceTime. Are you really that out of touch with the individuals? Seriously. Facebook, soon to be Meta or Meta, I don't know. I don't don't really care the name change of the company, I think. Um, Oh, yeah. What was one of the big, we had the whistleblower, and then Mark Zuckerberg's one announcement is, this is such such a valiant thing to do. We're taking off the face identification. A billion users. Face identification needed no more. Caused too many problems. That's it? That's all you're doing? I know you need everybody's personal history, information, and if you don't think that that's stored away, and used somewhere down the line or will be or the government doesn't have access, you are fooling yourself. That information is there. And from there, they can get so many other things. I mean, you can get information 
in so many basic ways. In this, the era of privacy, the more the technology advanced, the more private, secretive we have to become. All these, all these security things to eliminate any loopholes. Everything that's done. You got this password. You got questions like, what was your first name of your first dog? Or when your virginity ended? You know, those secret security questions. You get everything that you need. Everything. Yeah, I get that. all these security issues, things. Every now and then on Yahoo, they're like, hey, got to make sure it's you going to ask you a couple more questions to make this more secure. It's very difficult to get on things now. All these things that they do to help keep your information private, they have it. It's not really private. But I offer you this. It happened to me last week. You're, you're keeping everything hidden. Oh, my phone's locked. I'm in the grocery store the other day and don't have many items. And there's a gentleman in front of me who I let go, and he had some Halloween candy. I think that was the night of Halloween, October 31st, if you're unfamiliar with the date. And he, I let him go in front of me, and there was, well, for the point of the story, but also it's true, an attractive woman who was getting some candy and other things. Again, the spacing, due to the nightmare, I, you know, I wasn't really looking, and I was looking at other things. Well, at this grocery store, you have a card that you can get fuel perks or money off. And if you're local here, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be just here in the Cleveland area. It could be anywhere. And if you don't have that, you can punch in your phone number. Punch it in. Well, this woman was paying and the cashier said do you have your blank blank card and she said no and the cashier said well i can get it with your phone number and the woman hesitated and said no that's okay and i turned the guy in front of me and i said see that's what's wrong had she given out her phone number not that I was going to stalk her or anything, but she's an attractive woman. You have her number. You don't have to follow her out to the parking lot. And please, let me reassure you, this is just an example, a comedic example. So think about that the next time you're at a grocery store or you're somewhere where they say, can you verify it with your phone number? And there's a person, well, they're now six feet behind, but they could be closer who knows about the vaccination problem? What's the word I'm looking for? Oh, what if they got the vaccination or not? I'll leave it at that. But think about the times people you're around people and they said, Hey, can I have your phone number? What's your phone number to get this? And you give it out. There's tons of people around you. It doesn't make sense. All these security issues. And everybody, you give your number out like it's no big deal. Or people, Hey, what's your address? Blank, 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 blank. Okay, thank you. We have that stored away, but it doesn't matter if it's stored away. You've already given it to 10 people around you. Somebody somewhere. 
has been in line and taken an address down or a phone number and did something with it. Maybe not. I'm not going to guarantee that. But think about that for a minute the next time you give your number out with a large group of people around. And I may have said that in another episode, but it seemed the right thing to do right now. So Facebook, see how I, I'm pulling it back again. That oh, sounds like I'm taking a duke. Just pulling it back to where I originally was. Facebook eliminating the face recognition. As if that'll change all the personal information that they have. And I don't even know all the stuff that the whistleblower said, the woman said. But I'll tell you what. I've been around enough to know that if Facebook has made quote-unquote adjustments to make it better or to correct things that have been a problem, anything this woman said is probably accurate. If somebody does something after somebody complains, yeah. There may be, well, they may be, they maybe aren't close, but they're probably in the ballpark that there was something wrong. So I, I can't really say whether or not I care. I'm not on Facebook anymore. And like I said, I would be on there and people, I, I wouldn't respond. And somebody, I would make a quick comment and somebody would say, hey, you commented that. I'd be like, yeah, I happen to be on. <laughs> I would say one thing. And I, I'm not going to get into it. A lot of people love it. It is a way to communicate, social media. It's a great, it's a great platform. I just choose to not partake in it and by not having a Facebook page. I'm realizing, though, I'm like, oh, I could watch that. Oh, no, I don't have a Facebook page. You got to go around it on YouTube to see certain things. So we have covered a lot today. And, again, this will be only the second time that the episode will be named after something that I have talked about. I have come full circle (laughs) in giving you that information. But again, we're unscripted. It's live. I used to write things down. And I'm like, hey, I'm talking about my life. You're listening because, well, I like to think that you think that I'm funny or entertaining. And we are going to up the ante. I got guests coming in, some big-time guests. It's going to be a lot of fun. Not that not listening to me hasn't been fun. And I appreciate everyone who has listened. And, I, and I'm and i saying this not just like I'm making it up, but we have stats. I'd like to thank everybody who has listened around the world. That's right. It's a podcast. I'm not going to show you the list of countries, but it's quite extensive and states. So I thank each and every one of you wherever you are listening or taking the time to be entertained by me. That's it for now. I hope you're doing very, very well. I try not to give the episode date to make this timeless, but not this time. You can catch this on many social media platforms. iTunes, Anchor, Spotify, Breaker. Radio Public, Pocket Cast, Google Podcast, just to name some. Special shout out to Shaggy and the CBW Production Company. He puts this podcast together. You can catch me 6 a.m. to 12 noon Eastern Standard Time 
Blackhawks go back this weekend. From 6 a.m. to 12 noon on CBW Radio. It's fun. Music from, well, I play anything I want, believe me. Anything. The next time you hear my voice will be the next time you listen up to my radio show or this podcast. I'm Jeff Stritch. This has been Strictly Stritch in time. Be safe. Be happy. Be proud. Peace. Everyone together do it again. Peace. Peace. Out. No, cut it off when I say this. Cut. When I, when I, hold on. Shaggy say, cut it off right when I say, I'm out. Okay, ready? I'm out. <laughs>